All right, guys. Welcome to another episode. Uh, we're gonna wrap up this book today. Uh, Let the people pick the president. Uh, we have been talking about it for the last couple of days, and I think it is relevant and is appropriate due to the election, right? Coming up next Tuesday, November third. Um, so today I just want to kind of do a quick recap, right? Like, what would a national popular vote? Looks like right. What kind of a implication that it might have? What kind of a influence that that it might have? Far from you know the campaigning style of a uh, presidential uh, candidate, or from the uh, local government and from the state government, and I think it should be pretty interesting. So, um, what would a national popular vote look like? Right, I think it will be a lot more straightforward, and it it would take into consideration for everyone, right? So, so what that means is, um, like you know, Utah is so rare; it's、uh, such a Republican、um, dominant state, and California is so blue, right? It's a it's such a dom、uh, Democrat dominant state that. In a sense, we have a, like at least a hundred million Americans got disqualified from, you know, I don't want to say re representation, but actually getting their issue heard, right? Now, secondly, the president could use the additional funds to address the needs from everyone, right? Not just the Midwest or the swing state, right? We're talking Pennsylvania, Florida, right, or Ohio. Right, like the local government can really voice their concern and get notified or get notice from the, you know, president to be right, like from the presidential ele、uh, election that it will be more work for the pol、uh, politician. Don't get me wrong, but they were also going to be more battleground states. Right, there are also going to be more people voting. And there's also going to be more people are trying to see what can they do to to like contribute, right? So it's it's gonna be a good thing where everybody can can have a say in can can have an equal say in the vote that they're going to cast, right? Like every four years, whatever two years for the midterms. So The bottom line here is that eighty percent of the people don't live in a battleground state, right? That's eighty percent of the American、uh, population, and twenty percent of the American population gets to dominate this decision, gets to have more say in this decision, and I simply just think that it's not fair, right? And another thing is that you know we talk about the uh, national. Uh, Popular vote interstate compact, right? I think yesterday or two days ago,、um, it's actually really interesting because that is a way that we can do, we can get there by voting right now, right? That is a way that we can get there by really see what's going on and then really bypass the winner take all system, and we do that by voting, right? We do that by getting more young people to vote, and we do that by. Trying to, you know, invigorate more voting than maybe 
let me put it like another way, trying to get undecided voter to vote, right? And, you know, back in 2016, right, like lots of the, you know, a senior people that are all politically active, they voted for uh, Trump, right? Like uh, Florida, right? Like whoever won Florida wins the presidency for the last, I don't know, like several elections now. And this is kind of similar because, you know, old people are very, very politically active or young people are not, right? So we'll see this time around in a couple of days who won, uh, who won uh, uh, Florida, but it will be a really good indicator. And uh, we talk about Texas, right? We talk about Texas turning from red to blue. If Texas can, turn in, can, uh, can be turned, that is a good um, step to getting this um, 270 national vote interstate compact to work, right? Right now, we are 74 votes short of the 270. So in a sense, if we can bypass it, like I don't remember how many votes that Texas had, I think 34 electoral votes. If we can add it on there, that would be a big swing in the um, compact's uh, favor. Right, um, I just think that let okay. Let's just assume that right, like you know, um, Texas turned purple. I say twenty twenty four, maybe turned blue twenty twenty eight. What that means is that you know, like Democrat will will be more in power, but will the Democrats uh, hold on to the electoral college because that was actually quote-unquote beneficial to them now? Who knows, right? Hopefully not. But um, this whole deep dive on the electoral college made me realize that, you know, before I think we kind of talk about this where I had an attitude before I, I, I read this book is that, you know, this has been working for the last hundreds of years if we change this, then what will we change, right? Or like a better question is, what else will we not change? And I think the electoral college can be the first issue where we can actually make the argument that it was reasonable back in the late seventeen hundreds, but it's not that reasonable in a you know in twenty twenty right in the twenty first century simply because the the uh, information is so fluid like it's so fluid right now like we're living in an information age right now we can get information within seconds like we can know you know um a lot of different breaking news within seconds we don't really need to have this quote unquote in my opinion outdated um p- uh, political system where it just old-fashioned right like i think nobody can argue that this system is not really keeping up uh, keeping up with the times where i really do feel like we should treat this seriously and everybody go vote and just make sure that we can increase a lot of you know voter registration within the young people right and then really really use this as a first step to bring the old practices from hundreds of years ago into focus and see if it really applies to what we're doing right now. And I do agree that we need to do that, you know, um, cautiously, right? Do that very, very 
artistically, but this is not a blanket issue where, oh yeah, uh, every single thing that the founder father says are correct or wrong. We need to take it case by case. And I do believe that the electoral college is a good case that we need to really raise our focus and raise our concerns during our national conversation so we can, in a way, support the national uh, popular vote interstate compact and then trying to bypass the national popular, uh, the uh, electoral college if we have a chance. All right, that's my two cents on the uh, situation. Go vote and then uh, we go from there. All right, guys. Bye.